1: Lincoln
3: radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty show. So, kind of
0: breaking news. Don't want to dwell on it because it's another Trump story, but. The Manhattan DA has obtained Trump's tax returns. How long till it leaks out in one form or another? And how gleefully does everybody pass it along, even though in theory you don't, you don't, you know, engage in hacked material? No, please. Quickly, unless it's convenient. <laughs> how quickly will Trump's taxes come out of that office
3: for everyone to see? That'll uh, will will it even last today? Well, and and come for that hypocrisy and stay for people screaming about how Trump took advantage of tax laws. Look at how little he paid. And what you won't hear is those same Democrats who passed those laws saying, and we want to change them. No, they'll right. just feign outrage. Uh, so more on that later. I thought this was damned
0: interesting. Um, I always perk up when somebody changes their opinion because it happens so seldom. That, yeah, you usually have to think, man, they really mean this. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I learned in an Iranian prison written by an academic in the Wall Street Journal today. The sub-headline being, U.S. foreign policy isn't to blame for the mullah's deep-rooted hatred of America and the Americans. He goes to great pains in the opening paragraphs to explain how... He had been taught as an academic coming up through the most prestigious schools in America that uh, the Iranian government for all these years has hated us because of our historic policies, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, the, the, the going back to the Shah and the CIA back in the 50s and all that sort of stuff. And it's all it's all driven by our policies. And if we would stop acting the way we act, Iran would be a good country. I think most of us who studied this sort of thing in school were taught the very same thing. And he was a big fan of the Obama administration's nuclear deal with Iran to try to stop the weapon from happening. And they thought it was a new era, and he decided to go over to Iran and do some studying as an academic, working on his Ph.D. Uh, How'd that work out? As I mentioned in the headline, he was a former Iranian prisoner. So I'll start reading from the article now. Nothing I'd learned during my years in the ivory towers of academia had prepared me for the reality I encountered in an Iranian prison. He was arrested almost immediately upon getting to Iran by the way. He went there to study with a with a anti-American pro-Iranian view of the world and got arrested almost immediately. I learned what many Iranians already know, the regime's hostility toward the United States isn't reactive but proactive, rooted in a fierce anti-Americanism, a meshed in an anti-imperialist imperialist Anti imperialist
3: They don't like imperialism. Edit this together when we <laughs> when we actually air. I it. Get your
0: word straight, Jack. Ideology. Thank you, Mr. Biden. As I witnessed firsthand, Tehran isn't interested in normalizing relations with Washington. It survives and thrives on its self perpetuated hostility against the West, a posture that has been integral to the regime's identity. The regime didn't regard President Obama's engagement as a goodwill gesture as I did, but rather as an iron fist under a velvet glove. Iran's revolutionary regime retains power through conspiracy and intrigue and views everything through that lens. The notion that it will be difficult for the U.S. to regain Iran's trust after quitting the JCPOA is incorrect. The Iranian regime has never trusted the U.S., and it never will. Hmm. This is a guy who is pro-the jcpoa nuclear arms deal under obama he now doesn't think it was a good idea having spent nearly three and a half years in an iranian prison being tortured uh among other things the menace of the islamic republic can't be appeased it must be countered and restrained only the u.s has the capacity to lead such an endeavor For 42 years, Iran has demonstrated that it changes its behavior only in response to strength in the form of American-led international pressure. If the Biden administration returns to the JCPOA without extracting concessions from Tehran beyond the nuclear threat, it will relinquish, relinquish all U.S. leverage over the regime. Diplomacy can't succeed without leverage. Only by showing strength of will can President Biden hope for genuine progress in containing the Iranian threat to peace. Mr. Wang is a doctoral candidate in history at Princeton and a fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. Again, hmm. w- educated in our universities with the idea that you're told by all your college professors that, well, you can't blame Iran for hating us. It's a, it's the way we've acted toward them. He went over that with a- that attitude, was thrown in prison, and learned from talking to the prison guards, other prisoners, and following the news in Iran during the three and a half years that he was held in prison and tortured, and he... and, and it's funny he went over there because of Obama's policy thinking it was so great Trump got him out uh, with us wow. with the deal he made but uh, and he now couldn't be more against this nuclear arms deal that are um, that uh, Biden's trying to get going again
3: yeah you know his experience reminds me a lot of some of the dewy-eyed uh, you know anti-American types who went over during the whole Isis thing. Right, help them. Right. And ISIS said, yeah, right, you're an American, you're now a hostage, we're going to rape you, we're going to kill you eventually, so thanks anyway. Um, he was just naive. The thing to remember about the Iranian regime, Iranian regime, is that they're a crappy, oppressive, hypocritical regime that's mismanaged the economy and is not terribly popular. And so without the U.S. for them to shout at and say, look at the great Satan, look, they're evil, they're the only reason we're suffering. Without them, the the regime doesn't have any legitimacy. Plus they've got this three ring circus of the the alleged government, the elected government, the mullahs, and the revolutionary guard. Nobody's really sure who's in charge, so yeah, trying to you know, trying to pitch the idea that the xenophiles do everything America does is bad, everything foreign countries do is good, and it's just American oppression that's getting in the way of a great relationship. I mean they're so nuts. Because the Iranians, the last thing in the world the Iranian regime wants is, is to be seen as friendly with the U.S.
0: Again, that's a, um, an academic who had his mind changed by actually experiencing Iran writing in the Wall Street Journal today. I hope that opinion piece carries some weight there in D.C. and some people's views of that sort of thing. Mention this briefly because I, uh, I teased it. There's a California bill making its way through the legislature that would require gender neutral sections in department stores. The bill comes amid a growing backlash to gender-specific toys and clothing. Really? How much no. is, how much of a backlash is there to gender specific toys? Virtually none. Groups such as the International Let Toys Be Toys campaign argue that such merchandise perpetuates entrenched gender stereotypes and can make children feel shame if they don't conform to them. That nah, right. That nah, right. Uh, be a $1,000 fine if you have a separate, for instance, boys' and girls' toy section in your store. How about, like, clothes? all the clothes just have to yep. be
3: intermingled? Yep, absolutely. And i got to, like, sort through little pink sockies with sparkles at the top to find my kid some sort of, uh, you know, uh, sweat socks he can go to football practice in. Remember, Target caved to do this
0: a couple of years ago stupidly, and I'm a Target stockholder announced it would stop its gender-based labeling of toys under pressure from consumer advocates. Why didn't you just ignore those three people and see what happens? Nothing would have happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, And also they're uh, also trying to attach to this bill, making it illegal to charge extra for toys or any other items that are marketed
3: to girls and women, what people often call the pink tax. Why is a woman's razor more expensive than a men's razor? For the same economic reasons that uh, define pricing in every market shut up. (laughs) Let the market work. If women don't want to pay that, they won't. If another company comes along with a product every bit as good for a lower price, people will buy it. Stop with your seizing control of everything. How about you let department stores decide how to best be a department store? It's all about power. God, the relentless grasping of power. Saw the quote once again the other day that inside every progressive is a totalitarian dying to get out. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know, I was going to prepare a woke madness update uh, for today's show, but there's so much. I've got, like, one a day for the next six weeks. I know you have a Gavi to hand out coming up next. Yeah, that's right. The Gavin Newsom Award for hypocrisy during COVID, another deserving winner, coming up next. Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. According to a new poll, 41% of New Yorkers said that Governor Andrew Cuomo's handling of coronavirus numbers in nursing homes was
0: unethical, but not illegal. Said Cuomo, that's the sweet spot, baby.
4: Huh.
0: And so now uh, Governor Cuomo's got a woman accusing him of uh, being a purvo also.
3: Yeah, that's correct. Uh, verbal harassment, uh, innuendo, kissed her right on the mouth one time as she was trying to leave the office, or show, so she claims. Uh, she's been claiming it for quite some time. Um, you know, who knows? I wasn't there, but how many guys have you known who are utterly unethical? They're bullies, they're vicious, but they treat women really well.
0: So a couple of years ago, this would have been enough to boot him out of office already. Remember, during the height of the Me Too thing, I mean, oh, yeah. a picture of Al Franken making a joke, he had to resign as a U.S. freaking senator over
3: that. Right. Which I think virtually everybody views as a mistake in yeah. retrospect. Yeah. But Man, the the whole uh, Believe All Women th- came in and out like rollerblading. I mean, it was just a, it was a craze. <laughs> like perms for men.
0: I mentioned last <laughs> night that I had a perm in college. My yeah. whole family was
3: aghast. Yeah. As did I briefly.
0: I said everybody did. It wasn't just me. I said all the cool guys had perms. All the most popular. Right. all the most popular dudes. All the football player dudes in high school, all the most popular dudes had perms. They did. I didn't in high school. And then I did briefly in college because I wanted to get on the train, but it didn't work for me.
3: I got extra points because I had like the wacky new wave guitar player uh uh, uh, uh mullet perm. I mean it was it was it was two or three different kinds of bad idea. It took <laughs> so
0: long for my family to stop laughing. I mean it really interrupted our dinner. I may have even had highlights but I can't remember.
3: Although the rock and roll defense is is a pretty good one. I'm pretty sure no pictures exist. I actually kind of like to see it. I'm pretty sure they don't for me. I believe one did and it was destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> the pre-digital era. Yeah, no kidding. But ladies and gentlemen, enough hair care talk. It's time for a Gavi Award. Live from the Kodak Theater in downtown Los Angeles, Montero. It's the Gavi Award. The Gavin Newsom Award for governmental hypocrisy during
4: COVID. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. That's engraved on the statue that you win as the Gavi Award. Let me go grab the statuette. Well, there are two different ones, aren't there?
3: And he's grabbing them. We'll, you know, we'll post pictures of them at armstrongandgetty.com so you can see them.
0: And both of these were made by... 3D printers. 3D printers, right? They're yeah. really quite
4: impressive. They're terrific, both of them.
0: Yeah, they look like Oscars, only they're Gavin. They're
4: better than every trophy I have ever received in my life. It's a decent point. It's better than any trophy I've ever gotten. Jack,
3: today's Gavi Award goes to a deserving recipient indeed. Not only is her offense Gavi worthy, but she's compiled a career of... Uh, Greedy control over her state, hypocrisy, high-minded rhetoric, meanwhile taking away people's rights, and that would be New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, who spent $13,500 from a taxpayer-funded expense account that's supposed to go to promoting the state of New Mexico. She said, well, we had a lot of long meetings during COVID, so we spent it on food and alcohol. And What? Uh, yeah, yep, it was uh, $6500 on food to feed the cabinet and staff, and uh, let's see what uh, also a trip to Sam's Club where they bought a large quantity of tequila, uh, bottles of vodka, two bottles of merlot, a bottle of whiskey, and a bottle of gin, according to the Santa Fe New Mexico. Uh, somebody else said the liquor was bought by a staffer for a holiday party that never ended up happening he added that the alcohol remains unopened we have confiscated it as evidence here at the uh, the gavi investigatory board <laughs> yeah so uh yeah this woman again it's a career achievement award as much as for this individual offense holding big boozy parties during covid and having the taxpayers pay for it. Uh, we're all human.
2: We yes. all fall yes. short sometimes.
3: Yes, and she probably had an early dinner. Congratulations, New Mexico Governor Michelle Luan Grisham, for
4: your Gavi Award. It's like when Pacino won for Scent of a Woman, not the Godfather stuff. Right. Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: It's kind of a make good.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we got a woman here who regrets.
3: Oh, sorry.
0: The music's sorry. not done.
4: And now they're done. <laughs>
0: Got a woman here who regrets her unfortunate pre-pandemic tattoo. She got a big tattoo on her. Is that her arm or is her back. I can't tell what's in the picture here. Anyway, she got a very large tattoo that said, courageously and radically refusing to wear a mask. She got a very prominent tattoo. She oh now boy. decided that it was stupid. Oh. oh, boy. She probably decided that because it's stupid. It is stupid. She was so committed to that ideology, she got a tattoo about it. That's weird. Uh, Now she's getting it removed. Um, uh, There's a bit of a backlash against people who are still trying to throw a wet blanket over good news about the COVID situation. Mm -hmm. Any good news, whether it's cases going down, vaccines working, any of that sort of stuff. There's a crowd out there that likes throwing a wet blanket on it. And there's a backlash that I'm happy to see
3: among a lot of scientists and journalists. I think it's notable that the backlash began as soon as the, uh, shift change at the White House, if you know what I'm saying. That's at least part of it, but go on, because it's legit. Um, Twitter is not a perfect representation of
0: reality, but this shot and chaser screenshot is exactly the sort of thing I'm worried about with the constant, ridiculous downplaying of the vaccines. And it is an article, um, uh, on the NBC Twitter feed. It was on their, uh, their website. You're fully vaccinated against the coronavirus. Now what? Don't expect to shed your mask and get back to normal activities right away. That's going to be a disappointment, if not a shock, to many people.
3: I read that very article.
0: About how you get the vaccine, you still got to wear the mask. And Dr. Fauci actually said the other day, "Mm, probably not a good idea still to hug grandma. Go visit grandma and hug her. Once you get the vaccine and they've had the vaccine.
3: What kind of messaging is that for the country? It's, it's terrible on several different levels. Number one, Dr. Fauci, you're an epidemiologist. Don't tell me how to love my loved ones. How dare you?
0: And I heard it pointed out the other day that they're going with a PR, came, PR campaign in Israel of get, get vaccinated, get back to normal. That's their yes. messaging. And people are lining up like crazy.
4: Yeah, that's the that's the messaging. It's 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 I love the the analogy Joe made earlier to Fauci and a lawyer, how they're just always going to err on the side of "Eh, better not. Yeah. Yeah. You're asking
0: the wrong person. It's not his fault. That's what he does for a living. Don't ask him about these sorts of things. But our messaging messaging should be get the vaccine, get back to normal, not get the vaccine, but stay exactly the same. Continue to wear a mask. Be very afraid. Don't touch
1: your loved ones. What the hell is that? Armstrong and Getty.
3: What is the end point here? Because the end point is supposed to be living a normal life, and there's no reason to sit there and invoke fear in everybody as a permanent part of American life. Love that from Scott Atlas, the doctor. Dr. Scott Atlas.
0: I feel like when I get knowing, knowing, and I'm solid in this information, that uh, the the vaccines are 100% effective, um, I get vaccinated, I'm doing whatever the hell I want. Yeah. I will have zero
3: worries. Right. And I think that's perfectly appropriate. Can't you know, wait. If, if you're hanging around 80 year olds who are immune compromised and there's like a one in 50 chance you're a carrier or something like that, all right, behave accordingly. But blanket, uh, you know, orders from on high don't need them a bit. Oh you know, my God! The... I I heard this. so
0: Fauci was it Fauci that put forward that whole idea of you could get it into your nasal passages and it could hang on even if you've had the vaccine. You could that's like a one in a gazillion. That's like getting hit with an asteroid chance yeah. of that happening. And him putting it out there as a reason why even if you get the
3: vaccine you should stay away from your grandma is craziness. Exactly, and that is the danger as we've been saying from the beginning of entrusting policy to per, to people who have a single. Focus. It's like the guy who, who you hire to get rid of rats in your house advocates burning down your house to get <laughs> rid of the rats. Well, from his point of view, that's a successful policy, but we can't live our lives that way. And one of the reasons I wanted that Scott Atlas quote was I'd forgotten to bring you something about Governor Michelle Luhan Grisham in New Mexico, uh, leading light of progressivism. The Bipartisan legislature got together and is drawing up legislation saying, hey, we got to curb the emergency powers of the governor. This is too much. We've lived through this and we've realized we've granted her or the next one near dictatorial powers. She is said she is going to veto that that legislation, even though it's bipartisan. She says New Mexico's successes with covid have largely been because we're a centralized public health state in other words she is not going to relinquish a single gram of power unless she has to that is the nature of government it's always been the nature of government and the scott atlas clip was because it's all well it's almost always fear that gets you to give up your rights fear of a foreign enemy fear of a disease whatever and and the idea that oh no 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 we must retain many of these emergency powers because we're still in danger that is going to be the big fight of the next year, my fellow Americans, in my opinion. So, you know, be, be on your, your your battle footing, all right, your war footing to fight against that crap because it's going to be in all 50 states.
0: Um, the Biden camp is putting children in exactly the same facilities the Trump camp put them in. And uh, the that's kind of an interesting story about immigration. Actually, many administrations have done this. Many people have thought it was a terrible idea. Um, for a long time, on the right and the left, but we Congress never gets around to doing anything about immigration policy, so it continues. We'll talk more about that later. Children in cages. Do you have? Do you know anything about the whole Britney Spears story? Uh, just a little. Is there is there any greater uh, significance to that? Just because I'm looking up at Good Morning America and I, I see it all over the place. Is there? Is there? Is there something that matters to me? That's outside of it being Britney Spears about. <sighs> parents or family members taking control of your finances or something that I should know about? Because it seems like it's getting a lot of attention. Or is it just a celebrity story?
3: You know, it is fairly interesting, the idea of somebody who's an immensely capable earner still, still really productive, but has enough emotional and mental problems that can't really be in, in... in control of her own finances. I don't know how legitimate it is. I haven't cared to look into it, but it's it's an interesting well, topic I, I,
0: I was just glancing up there and wondering if maybe I'm to the point of I'm dismissing it because it's a celebrity story and it's got some other significance that maybe I should look into.
3: Hmm. I don't know. I'll look into that and uh, I'll let you know. She's a remarkably talented wackadoodle and uh, made a career of being jailbait and uh, made who's, a ton of money.
0: Who's now had her face uh, altered enough that she looks very strange to me. Oh, she's had work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Britney's had lots of work. Oh, Yeah, she's going down that road. Oh, boy. Um, More Americans than ever identify as LGBTQ since 2000. It's practically doubled. What's going on there? We'll look into some of the numbers and a little speculation. And Sean, actually, because he runs in certain circles, has a, a pretty good handle on why the numbers might be so much higher now than they used to be. And I find that interesting.
3: We'll tell you about that next. I, I don't think we can assume twice as many people have decided to be gay. I mean, no, no, that's not it. Okay, yeah. a Quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. They deliver award-winning twenty-four-seven protection from break-ins. Sure. How about fire, flooding? How about you have a medical emergency? Simply Safe has award-winning twenty-four-seven arsenal of cameras and sensors and the best professional monitors in the business what do we
0: mean by simply well simple to set up takes about 30 minutes it's super easy to do simple to use because i've seen security systems that really a lot of menus to scroll through a lot of buttons to push gonna take a long time to set this every single night um simple to use simple to set up simple to order we'll tell you about that in a second really no long-term contract so that whole thing is really simple and no hidden fees or installation costs and it's great protection, award-winning twenty-four-seven protection for your
3: home and your family. You want to know if there's some rando on your porch? Simply Safe. And as our listeners, you get a free home security camera. Just go to simplysafe.com/slash Armstrong. It's a sixty-day risk-free trial. Nothing to lose. Free security camera. Just go to simplysafe.com/slash Armstrong.
0: This is the New York Post take on it. America is record-breakingly gay. A new survey has found well i'm I'm not, but go on. I am no gayer than I was in two thousand. I don't I think, think I don't think I maybe I'll ask my wife. Gallup's latest update on the percentages of u s. adults who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender found the number to be up to to be up a little over a percent since they started uh, since the last update in two thousand and seventeen. And if you go clear back to two thousand, it's practically doubled since two thousand. Wow,, uh, we'll get into some of the numbers here. Um, it's at 5.6% now, and it's been trending around 3 So it's gone from 3 to getting close to 6 since about 2000 of people who consider themselves any of those letters, LGBT or Q. With uh, a majority, 54.5%, identifying as bisexual. That's the biggest group, the B in the LGBTQ, the biggest I group. I never, ever would have guessed that. And more on that in a second. A quarter are, uh, say they're gay, about 12% lesbian and 11% transgender. So the number for transgender is almost as high as the number of people who call themselves lesbian. Although I've known women who say I'm gay and then I've known women who say I'm a lesbian. So I don't know if, if those are interchangeable for women or not. If you, uh, if you are, and uh, you could tell us, the text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Why don't we
3: go with precise terms like homosexual?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're a, if you're a gay woman, would you have checked the gay box or the lesbian box on that? Um, LGBTQ identification fell intensely along certain demographic lines, not surprising, especially by age. Sixteen percent of Generation Z. That's people 18 to 23, 16% identified as LGBTQ, while only 2% of people 56 and older did. Wow. Now, since the LGBTQ crowd has been uh, telling us, and I believe them for years now, that this is a biological thing, it's not a choice. I mean, that was what the whole battle was over, um, uh, as a culture war. Uh, Somebody is not being honest, I guess or something i it, it or wasn't being honest or wasn't being honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Either more people are claiming they're gay now who aren't or there are a bunch of people over the age of 56 who are gay who won't even anonymously to a pollster say they are. Although the number of for people 56 and older is close to what the number was early in 2000, so i don't know i don't know what that means. Uh women were also significantly more likely to identify as LGBTQ, i think most of us would have guessed that by several percentages. Democrats are far more queer than Republicans, 6.5 to 1.7. And in terms of college graduates versus non-graduates, however, there's no meaningful difference. So that doesn't have anything to do with it. Huh. So I uh, was wondering about this, the fact that the, over half of the people identifying as LGBTQ are people who said they're bisexual. Sean uh, has uh, insight on this that I do not have.
4: So I think that at least part of this is there's a bit of a an I am Spartacus movement happening with uh particularly younger people where their their LGBTQ friends they want to normalize the language that they use to make it harder to discriminate upon them. I see this often uh Most obviously demonstrated when uh, younger couples often just refer to their partner as opposed to their boyfriend or their girlfriend, even the heterosexual ones, in an effort simply to normalize the language so people don't. uh, So when you hear someone say "partner," they don't automatically assume, "Oh, that's a uh, that's a gay couple." Okay. Um, And uh, so I think similar things uh, could be happening as well in the, uh, particularly in the bisexual thing. Where, uh, yeah, uh, yes. Oh, who 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 knows what I am? This week I'm this, this next week I'm that. It, it doesn't matter. Sure, I'll, I'll check this box to make life easier for my friends who are this. But they're they're not, an I am Spartacus moment. I like that. They're not practicing bisexuals. They're just saying they're bisexual or I could be. I I, I don't know how often you have to engage to be practicing, but I would not be surprised <laughs> if. And you know, practice makes perfect. And, the if, more you do it, the better you'll be at it. Pe- people Certainly. still go to college. You know, things still happen. I you know I I, I don't know about that sort of uh. Dynamic Two glasses not, of but. wine. Etc. Sure,
0: sure. I think there's a lot more practicing among the female set than the male set, based on everything I've
3: seen, right? experience.
0: but yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Well, and, and listen, I part of it's just got to be the fact that it's it's more socially acceptable to mm-hmm. admit it if if you swing that way.
4: It, it, is, it is not any one of these variables. It is small parts of all of the things that we have discussed kind of making these numbers Yeah, I would change.
0: guess the numbers are slightly higher for that older crowd and slightly lower for the younger crowd. And somewhere in between there is... And, and over time, I would imagine, people will eventually just answer honestly and will have an idea of what percentage of homo sapiens are, for whatever biological reason,
3: gay. Right? Right. Homosexuals. <laughs> Here's the technical term uh right or buy or whatever and you know i i know a lot of people think about this a lot more than i do for religious reasons or what have you in the conservative crowd i just if you love the constitution if you love liberty if you're a patriot i just don't care oh i think about it roughly never roughly yeah. never yeah. it's just not on my radar as a thing um I think you're more likely to admit to being gay in Montana than conservative in Seattle or Portland or the Bay Area. The hated and oppressed minority these days, especially on the West Coast, is the conservative.
0: On TV, in sitcoms, roughly 50% of people are gay,
3: right? Correct. Yes. And it was funny. I was watching the TV with my dad, who was uh, certainly no racist. He's a fine Christian man, and uh, he... He said, "Your father you is straight." How, uh, yeah, well, as far as I can tell, um, he he said, "You notice how roughly sixty-five percent of people on commercials are now minorities of one sort or another." Uh, it's just so interesting. Every uh, corporation so desperate to be woke. It now looks as though white people is roughly 20% of the population of the United States.
0: Particularly popular is like a couple that's black and white, which is very uncommon. Uh, statistically, three look quarters, it up.
3: Three quarters of couples in advertising are multiracial. Look it up. That's not that common. That doesn't happen very often. Right. Right. It's just a fact. Well, they're virtue signaling. Mm, okay. It's It's fine. I don't, I don't don't particularly care, but it's so self-consciously. Look how woke we are. It's annoying. Right, 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 Um, so that's that. We're gayer than we
0: used to be. We're a gay, we're way gay, way gay as a country now.
3: More woke madness. There's a certain very popular soft drink that originally had cocaine in it that (laughs) is forcing their uh, workers to be, uh, to admit that they're bad because they're white.
0: Uh, anti-racist training at Coca-Cola.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's particularly repugnant. Okay,
0: we it's do nasty. We do need to talk about this various anti-Asian, anti anti-Asian legislation that's making its way through various states and the federal government. Nancy Pelosi talked about it the other day. There's an op-ed uh, in the Wall Street Journal today pointing out some uh, flaws and some of the thinking behind that. Joe was first to the punch on that, so. We should re-explain that for those of you who haven't been following this story. Carefully. It's not a white supremacy backlash against Asians because of the COVID virus. That is not what is happening.
3: Though that is the way it's portrayed.
0: Absolutely the way it's portrayed. Stay tuned.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us that, I hate to say it, this, looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast that went right over the top of us.
2: An American Airlines passenger jet traveling from Cincinnati to Phoenix encounters an apparent UFO over northeastern New Mexico Sunday afternoon.
0: The pilot said the object was flying right on top of the plane. A long cylindrical object? I like the pilot saying, I hate to say this, but it looks like a UFO.
3: (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. Has anybody come up with anything close to an explanation?
0: Yes, we've been visited by an alien planet. It's clearly
4: what has happened. Does anybody have a non-idiotic explanation of what happened? I haven't really
3: followed this story. That's well, crazy. The last
4: one of these we had, it was a mannequin strapped to a jetpack. Uh the the ones that happened in LA, right? Oh, it was, right. The, people yeah. thought it was a man with a jetpack on, but it turned out it was just like a crash test it, dummy with a jetpack. Well, the it, jet well pack.
3: it was a it was a drone that's fashioned to look like a man with yeah. a jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> but but this is a cylindrical object pacing with an airplane? It's going four hundred miles per hour. Please, what the heck is that?
0: From the planet Quantrune.
3: <laughs> all oh, right,
0: I give up. Earthling, speaking kind of stilted English, <laughs> right.
3: as they all do, as they would. <laughs> Take me to your leader. <laughs> so I was f- a fan of the spaceman movies of the fifties, but I'm a bigger fan of the gigantic uh, insects. And or, like, crustaceans affected by radiation, usually. Mm. That's my favorite genre of 50s horror film. There you go. Blobs and whatnot.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, This is not as charming a story. So there have been a bunch of uh, Asian people across the country attacked. All across the country. In fact, Jason Riley in the Wall Street Journal goes through examples from the East Coast to the West Coast and in between of, uh, oftentimes elderly Asian people being sucker punched or pushed to the ground or whatever. And, it's and been often ha- robbed. And, yeah. and and it's been happening a lot in the Bay Area. And the narrative in the news has been, and Nancy Pelosi mentioned the other day about how white nationality, white nationalism is raising its ugly head once again. The, uh, the narrative in the media has been that because Donald Trump blamed COVID on China, that White nationalists are attacking Asians. I mean, they never say that, but they always, exactly. me- they always mention Trump's blaming of China and then just leap to the fact that Asians are being attacked and you're supposed to fill in the blanks with your head. Jason Riley writes in the Wall Street Journal today, it's hard to demonstrate that these attacks stem from a rise in white nationalism as that New York flyer claims. He's uh, referencing an earlier paragraph. Despite efforts to shoehorn such in- incidents into the left's favorite political narrative, All the suspects in the attacks described above are black. There have been white supremacist attacks on Asians, such in 2012, but all these recent attacks that they're talking about for this various legislation, all the suspects are black, writes a black man, Jason Riley, in the Wall Street Journal today. Interesting. And where was he talking about? He was talking about several in New York, one in Michigan, Wisconsin, and all the, the ones in the Bay Area.
3: Oh yeah, because I just looked into the attacks in Oakland, which is fairly close to the Radio Ranch, um, and I was uh, I was just curious because it was a troubling story. The idea of elderly people being knocked oh, down and awful. robbed is it's unthinkable, and it just fills me with anger. And and uh, and I too was sucked in by that unspoken connection. They mentioned yes, uh, uh, Donald Trump blamed China and the rise in uh, violence against Asians, but then I looked into it, and all of the videotape uh, that they had of the suspects. And all of the people arrested, and I mean all of them, were young black men well, who I don't believe are under the sway of Donald Trump and his anti-China rhetoric. Well, right. Obviously, they're not
0: white nationalists, and I I, I sincerely doubt that they're blaming
3: Chinese people for the COVID. I doubt it. Right. Right. It's, it's an insidious twisting of what is a troubling story. And what really pisses me off is that if you want to protect these poor Asian people, these old folks... You've got to be honest about what's going on and who's doing the assaulting and how it can be stopped. Right. But they're not concerned about that. They just want to score political points.
0: Also, why would you need specific legislation for that? We have plenty of laws on the books on why you're not allowed to sucker punch an old man walking down the street.
3: Armstrong and
2: Getty.